TSM on comms. Also on comms. Sound on comms. Alex on comms. Right, let's get this show on the road. What is up? We are live again, episode 2Q2. Um, we are here. I am here. Tom is here. Hello. Um, using all of the words again. Um, but we are not alone on this episode. We are joined by Simon Gillies. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Tom, you, you, you've got a thing for words. Yeah, I know. Well, what can I say? You know, <laughs> some people say that you can't shut me up. I just, I, I disagree. I disagree now only because you're recording. Um, because mm. he never shuts up normally. Um, so, Simon, tell me, tell us all about you. You know, where, where did you start? I actually started back in in high school. Um, yeah. I enjoyed doing music and drama and stuff back there. And uh, before we finished every every year, we used to do a, a musical. Our our music department was very uh, well known around the uh, the Edinburgh area. In case you hadn't realised, I I am Scottish. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> shit. <laughs> and my accent has got a bit stronger with being back home in lockdown. You know what? I thought that. I, I really thought tell. that. <laughs> but um, yes, our, our high school always put on a, a musical uh, every year um, before the end of the year. And if you were on stage or backstage or doing lighting or whatnot, you, you, you got involved with everything. Um, I hope that's Iron Brew you're opening. Oh, it is, actually. Yeah. It's, it's Iron Brew Extra. That's just wrong, George. <laughs> <laughs> that is that like... That it was the only thing that came in the pack size I wanted. Otherwise, it was going to be a oh, lot. Oh, that's just wrong. What is anyway. the extra bit in it? Is there just a little bit extra of Iron Less Brew? Less sugar. Ah, uh, ugh. It's like a <laughs> Diet Coke. Ugh. Mind you, they've changed the original recipe now anyway. They have, yeah. It's, it's uh, slightly less. Sugar tax. There was a moment yeah. of silence in Scotland when it happened. Still good. It was, yeah. <laughs> so, where were we? Yeah, so high school. <laughs> uh, and then from high school, uh, I actually went on to uh, join the local amateur dramatics companies in, in Edinburgh. And I started doing backstage along with uh, Edinburgh Gangshow which is the Scout and Guides. Uh, I know Gang Show. Sure, you know Gang Show. I know. Um, I did a regional one down here in Thermiston. That's right. I remember speaking to you and your dad about that. Yeah. Um, so I did that for, for many years, uh, doing on stage and becoming technical director for them, actually. Hmm. Working at the King's Theatre, uh, for all these different shows. At that time, I actually didn't work in theatre. I actually had a, a real job working in the bank, but uh, I always enjoyed... I mean, you say work, real. ...working in the theatre. Sorry? You say real. I th- well, yeah. Yeah. It, it paid the bills and... Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with no, that. Not at all. But then um, the love of, of theatre took over and uh, I jumped basically, and went uh, as a freelancer uh, and took, took up the role of uh, working in the, the arts industry and gave up my uh, nice, secure position 
uh, in the bank, uh, which is something I've never looked back on, to be honest. And doing that, I've had a great time. I've been all around the world, um, a lot of the time here in the, the UK and, and over in Ireland. I've worked on the cruise ships. I worked with Australian Ballet Company over over there in Australia, um, which was something different again. Uh, I've done touring. I've done residency. I've done. I've I've, I've had a very very busy uh, staging career, which has been uh, good. And you like busy. You like busy. Yeah, and hopefully, fingers crossed. You know, once this horrible situation uh, does get past us, fingers crossed, in the not too dear future, um, yeah. we can get back out, back out, and do what we enjoy doing again. Hmm. Yeah, we can hope. We can hope indeed. I'm, I'm actually quite lucky. I've got. Got a, a position already, a tour, nine week tour, uh, booked for next year, mm-hmm. uh, which is quite nice. Um, which starts in March, uh, nine week, uh, nightly touring, um, all around the UK and Ireland again. So that's, that's something in the book, which is nice. Yeah. It would be nice to have Panto. We shall wait and see where. We're not sure yet what's happening with Panto uh, up and down the country. I believe 3rd of August is when uh, QDOS is making its decision on what's happening with their shows. So I would imagine a lot of the venues may follow suit after that. Some have already said that they're not doing a winter season. There'll be nothing 2020. Um, That's sad. It is very sad. A lot of people are in a a very uh, tricky situation at at this particular moment. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. Sad. Moving on to different. Go for it. Let's move on from getting sad. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We all get depressed. Let's say. Yes. (laughs) So you moved on uh, from the bank and into cruise ships and traveling and all sorts like how did you get on with all of that to be honest Um, massive like change like suddenly you're going from nine to five in a cushy you got your own desk you know and suddenly every every day is your different desk and occasionally you're sat in a dressing room like yeah very much so very much so you've gone from an office desk to a slightly different style of desk yeah, different desk completely. Yeah, um, I've been lucky over over the years. I've I've done various different roles. I've done ASM, DSM, CSM, company manager, um, and even just just uh, uh, going back and enjoying being a, a crew member. Um, I've even pressed buttons. You know, ooh. Ooh. you know, ooh. stage management touching buttons. What the what what's going on there? I like but, it. Uh, it's dangerous. You know. Um, so I've been lucky to to, to go back and, and and do all of that. It is a completely different world. Yeah. Uh, you know, your nine to five job. You've got your evenings to yourself. You've got your weekends to yourself. Um, 
I I jumped in quite quite easily actually. It was something that I wanted to do. I was enjoying myself um, and getting paid to do it, you know, and, and seeing all these different theatres all around the country and all around the world, different ways that they worked, different styles of, of shows. We've done musicals, we've done straight plays, I've done ballet, um, all, of, all of this different thing. And every day's a school day. You know, every day is something different. Yeah. As you said, you're going into different venues. You've got automated uh, flying systems. You've got hemp houses. You've got counterweight flying. You've got LX desks that you need to wear your wellies for so you don't get a, an electric shock. Um, you know, all these different things all around the country um, and, and different crews as well. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're meeting all these different people who are doing what they want to do because they enjoy it. And, and that's, their, that's their life and that's what they, they get up in the morning, well, afternoon, um, to do. You know, we don't do mornings very much. Um, I was going to say, I've all, I can always remember a stage manager I had as um, for years ago telling me, you don't do theatre for the money. No. You know, for love. No, you, you do it because you want to do it and you enjoy doing it. Yeah. And uh, like the performers on stage, if you're doing your job well backstage, you, you still get your buzz out of out of doing your bit right as well. Oh, massively, and it, massively. It, it's working together in that that whole team environment from, you know, every single person has a role to play. And we all need to work together and to do it. Yeah. Um, not only on the production side, but in every single different venue as well. You know, you've got your front of house, you've got your management team, you've got your cleaners, you've got your sweetie sellers, you've got the bar staff. You know, everyone's working together to give everybody that, that, that goes to the theatre this, this wonderful experience that... Uh, I think everyone's missing, you know. Yeah. We would love to get back to the theatre. Massively, massively. I, I still get that buzz before a show. Like, you can't... I, I, I find the moment you stop having that buzz is a stop, the moment yeah. you stop enjoying it, you you lose your love of it, like, by that point. It's like a drug, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is entirely like a drug. High on theatre. <laughs> It, it, it's like that's just the, that's just the haze, Tom. That's the haze. Uh. <laughs> Those last couple of minutes, you know, um, more so. I think for for me as a DSM, you know, you, you're sitting in the corner, you've done all your calls, you know, you, you're you've heard everyone come on on cans, and you've got everybody there, and it's it's that last couple of minutes, and you're you're looking through the prompt book, and you're you're just making sure you've got everything, everything's right. But if my hands go cold, that that's my way of of that's my nervous. Like I never sound nervous or never look stressed or nervous. But my hands actually go cold, and that's my way of knowing. Oh dear, here we go. It's another <laughs> show, you know? and it's always those first couple of cues. You know, what, yeah. once you're into it, it's great. It it's that you know that getting you kind of warm started. into the show. Yeah. Once you're into it, it, it it's great, and you know you 
you can relax a little bit into it. But, you know, it's and I always stand up as well uh, at, the, at the top of each act. Mm. Um, that's just my way of grounding myself and getting myself getting myself ready for it. I do but, this. Uh, thing. I, I find it difficult to engage, especially with the start of a show, if I'm not standing. I feel more active and involved if I'm standing. Mm. See, that sounds nothing weirder to me than standing up. Normally, I've got my big comfy desk chair and I'm just like, all right, finger, ready, let's go. <laughs> like, one button. I've got one button to push and I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're busking. Unless I'm busking. Busking I don't bus. is always I fun. I can't do it at all to save my life. It's it's just, I'm not creative enough, apparently. <laughs> no comment there, Tom. <laughs> no, you just get your creativity through the technical and pre-planning process. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like that. I'm going to put that on my CV. <laughs> you you heard it here first. <laughs> There's a way um, of spinning anything. I've, yeah. I've got a little question. Um, so... You, it's sort of gone from my mind now. You're, you're, um, you get cold hands and stuff like that. That's. Do you find that when once you've got through that past thing, because it's a bit like driving. You know how you'll you'll go for like two hours and then go, shit, where the hell am I? Like, you know, do you find that you just completely blank out? Like you're that focused on something that you're just going to blank and then you'll finish and you're like the last two hours never happened. You know what I mean? There, there are times depending on the kind of show. Um, if you're having to, to concentrate, it's like, oh, have we done that song? Oh, we've done that. Oh, it's interval. Oh, great. I'll have an ice cream, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, there's the, the, the certain bits of the, the show, as you know, that you can you can um, relax a little bit and, and just take, take that breather and go, yeah. right, we're here. That's great. That's that first section done. Right, let's get ready for this next bit and you check things over and then off you go again. Um, yeah, the, 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 there's times that, that you do go, wow, that was a quick show tonight. You know, where, where did that one go? Or, oh my goodness, they're ad-libbing again. Get on with it. You know, <laughs> and it's like, I'm waiting on a queue and I'm waiting there and it's like, oh, come on. Um, so, yeah, as, as I said, every every show and every day is different. And every every show's different, and and some go very fast, and others you feel oh that that felt like it dragged today. I wonder what was going on, and you you, yeah. you try and work it out with the, the rest of your team. Um, but but yeah, there, there's definitely times that you go, have we done that bit yet? <laughs> Especially on a three show panto day. Oh god, oh the worst, the worst three show days, yeah. three show days. Three show days, yeah, or three show days in general. Yeah, just three. I mean, there's only really so, so many times you can hear it's behind you, really, isn't it? Or hear that, <laughs> song, you know, yeah. like, they get the bench out and you're like, oh, fucking hell, there we go. <laughs> I get a thought that I've learned where it is by now. Yeah, exactly. We're a month into this run and people are still having to tell you it's behind yeah. you. <laughs> I found when when I did Panto, they, they got this really fun idea to run up to us at the back and just go with the water gun and we're all crowding over the desks at this point like no come on <laughs> oh god it was absolute nightmare that one oh, we got that with nixon from backstage and we ended up squirting back it was like a little water fight it was good <laughs> te- te- technical people are, are 
are a weird, a weird group. You know, mm. you do get people who who love the musicals or they prefer straight plays and dramas or Shakespeare and all that. You know, I know so many people. Uh, they go, oh, here we go. It's panto. I can't stand panto. I love a bit of panto. You know, panto quizzes on comms. You know, when you're when when you're waiting on them, getting on with it. You know, DSM can sit there and and have a, a wee panto panto quiz with everybody. Um, it's the only time on comms that you you get to. Forget about what's going on on stage and just going, right, question one, everybody, are we ready? It's the only time that you wake sound up, I think. Oh, sound on cans, yes. Is it is it quiz time yet? Yes, it is. It's the only time they actually speak to you. Ah, uh, That's not true. I've been on comms with you organising curry nights. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. Mm. That's a good curry night. They were good. Oh, after show, just like going like for a late yeah. night curry. Yeah. Thursday night techie curry night. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, good. so, so good. Take me back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It cost me a fortune, that. <laughs> Half a day right just there, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, it was. Yeah. Who's round is it? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, it's mine again then, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, techie curry nights are good. Mm, they are good. Love a good techie curry night. Mm. Um, what we got Next on? one. Yeah, go on, Tom. Um, I'm trying to choose. I want to have a good one. Um, oh, no. <laughs> here we go. Um, what is your top tools and tips for a new SM if if you were you're fresh out of drama school or not even drama school if you haven't gone to drama school but you know what's your what's for your stage management what do you need yeah like, what do you need? what's your what most important you thing what do you rely on now this is an interesting one now I might be a bit hmm I feel here. like this is where you're cut like protecting yeah. your pattern um, <laughs> I'm I'm old school I didn't go to college. I didn't go to. Um, I didn't go to university. I didn't get my my bit of paper. Yeah. Um, for that is now more expected um, for stage management coming on into the into the uh, the industry. Yeah. Uh, I did it all through experience and and stuff like that. Um, what I have noticed um, over the last couple of years, you know, people that are that are coming out from universities and things think they, they, they know it all. And they've learned it in a classroom with no actual real experience. Um, and and what, what I have said in the past is, Forget about what you were taught to a certain degree mm. and learn how the industry actually works. Okay. Because tutors and things have maybe been in the industry in the past, but it changes. Health and safety changes all the time. Technology changes all the time. Ways of working change all the time. 
Um, and, and the way people are taught, for me, is, is, is actually, I think, a wee bit out of date now. Um, so one of the things I, I I have said in the past when when they come in and they're all they're all bouncy and excited, it was like okay, just just chill, down, chill, chill <laughs> take a chill pill, um, and uh, you know go with the flow. It's common sense. Yeah. Hmm. Sage management. A lot of it is common sense. There are there are there are technical elements to it, obviously. Um, but a lot of it is, is is common sense, and that's what I I I have said people should should use. Um, get in, get out. Everyone's wanting to do things. Always you know, think of the out. Work together. You yeah. know, you've got to work together as a team. Otherwise, you know, it's your you know it it just causes havoc and uh confusion and always always agree with what your production manager says <laughs> never <laughs> i can't keep a straight face no um i've, I've worked with some wonderful production managers um over the years um my favorite i will say this out there is al parkinson um, one of my favorite, I love uh, one of my favorite PMs. Um, I've got to say that he's, he's absolutely wonderful, um, and he does not take things to heart if you turn around and say no. Yeah, because you know, as, as a stage manager, as a DSM, and things, you you've been in rehearsals. You're, you're seeing how things are going and. You know the set's been designed, and he's he's doing or he or she's doing their production management side stuff, and it's like it's not going to work. But as long as you can say it's not going to work because, mm. and maybe have an idea or or put forward a suggestion to go forward. Yeah, you know, again, that that's a, another thing. It's you don't just say no, you you know you you try and um, give a suggestion or, or ways to to make things work. Um, but that that that's what I would say, Tom. That's 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 how I've managed to stay alive so long. Are we about the top okay. tools as well? Mm. Well, do, what's in your toolkit? Like, yeah, what, what what do you carry around? What is essential? It depends for you? on what job I'm doing. To be honest, if if I'm if I'm company manager, you know, just company manager, you know, it's a, it's all stationary stuff. Um, Nothing wrong with you know, stationary. Stage manager, um, you've always got your head torch. You've always got your Leatherman. You've always got bits of tape. Other multi tools are available. In your back pocket. Um, I've always got safety pins. Like even you know, we've got wardrobe on stage. I've I've always got safety pins uh, just pinned into my into my my t-shirt just in case because you never know <laughs> when you just need to go pin right get back on there you know and there's no time to get somebody from wardrobe no. uh, out to help um, DSM a good sharp pencil good sharp pencil ruler eraser. Um, you know, a, a lot of this new technology that's coming out, 
you know, the electronic copies of your, your prompt books, these new uh, high-tech uh, prompt desks that you can actually load up your electronic copy of your um, your script and your score into there and you swipe left to turn the page. It, it's amazing technology, but give me a good old-fashioned prompt prompt book with all my, my paper and my you know I've got my pencils there and my, my sharpeners and your sticky know, notes old school sticky notes good old sticky sticky pages that's wrong um <laughs> you know always having or other sticky paper notes. bits are available post-it notes absolutely <laughs> good old school stuff right is that know. going back to the fact that like you can't have a power cut or a technical failure on paper. Yeah. Mm. You know, I've got not unless remember. that book physically catches fire, you know, you're never gonna yeah. use that mm. if I don't know, someone trips over a power cord or something stupid yeah. backstage. Mm. I remember uh, we did a show at uni and the we I, I was working cameras at this point. All of our first year have been put on uh, cameras. And we had one chap who uh he, the direct, the camera director, he was adamant. He was like, "No, no, no I've gone it on my MacBook. It's fine." We're going. Mm, maybe you should, maybe you should print it off. And he was like, "No, no, 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 it's fine. It works on here." First few cues uh, into the tech. We, we've got to stop. Why is that? My MacBook crashed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> battery. Yeah. You, you actually may remember, George uh, and Tom, when we did PF in. Curve in Leicester. Mm, there was a yeah. huge power cut um, overnight on the Friday night, yeah. and we actually did PF the, the matinee performance in working light. You know, with all the the just the the uh, the house lights on, working off the generator. Um, you know, without anything, we were. Able, we were able to still run the show because yeah. we had um, tab track cues and, and things like that. Um, but with an electronic copy of the, a prompt book, you know, you would have been, been snookered. Was it the substation so. that had gone on that? I can't remember now. It was, yeah. It was a, the, 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 big, the big main one for yeah. that side of Leicester had all gone down. And... Uh, the generator had been on that we that we had for for curve, um, but that only lasted so long. Um, and then we we just said to the audience, you know, the show Sorry. can <laughs> go on, but it's going to be, you know, it's just going to be working like, and it's up up to people if they stayed, and the majority of them actually stayed. Um, but it just shows sometimes, you know. Technology, back to old school. Mm. Yeah, I'm showing my age now. I'm candles and all that. You know, <laughs> back to gas lamps and gas lamps. Yeah, <laughs> amazing, cool, nice. So you're um, a freelance stage management now. Are you, Simon? I am. Um, when I came off the cruise ships. Um, I was with Royal Caribbean, uh, with uh, Oasis of the Seas, working in ship. the Aqua Theatre. 
Oh. Um, which was uh, very interesting. At that time, it was the only ship uh, at sea that had a, a, a pool that yeah. did performances at the time. Now there's there's four, I think, four. I uh, can't tell you. There. Um, came back from there, uh, did Panto season, then I moved to Curve, which I stayed there for four years as company stage manager. Mm-hmm. Um, that was still freelance, um, although I got asked back <laughs> for every show over those four years. Um, moved back to Scotland after that and became resident company stage manager for Dundee Rep mm-hmm. uh, there for two years and then went back to touring again, back to back to freelance. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's gone from residency to freelance to, you know, backwards and forwards for different contracts of its um, – Sub rep agreement for some venues, if it's uh, the commercial agreement, you know, for for all the other bits and pieces. Yeah, and uh, of course, as company manager, you you, you need to know these uh, books inside out. You know, it's uh, our bedtime reading, as a lot of people say. As company managers, read the uh, the equity manual and back to manual and. MU manual before we go to bed at night. No, more than not. just a script, you learn. The what, sorry? More than just a script, you learn. Oh, yes, absolutely. But yes, currently, um, I was actually on tour with um, Jamie Wilson's production of On Your Feet mm-hmm. um, at the time when coronavirus um, kicked in and uh, we all got um thrown out of the theatres. We, we were actually mid-getting at uh, Wolverhampton uh, mm-hmm. down there. We had, we had done the first day of uh, fit-up. We were, we were doing the rest of the fit-up um, when we got the, the phone call from the office to say, that's it. So um, basically the, the get-out started straight away and yeah. the five trucks were uh, reloaded and sent away the, the company never even made it to Wolverhampton that week um, and that was 18th of March um, and that was the end of end of the tour uh, like a lot of you know other other tours around the country um, our set was obviously taken back out of Wolverhampton. It's back in storage. Electric and sound's all been derigged and sent back to to where it's all come from. Up here in Edinburgh, actually, um, the UK tour of Lion King is actually still in the Playhouse Theatre, ATGs. Still? Yeah. It's, wow. it's, still, it's still all here. Um um, it, it's still here up in Edinburgh, and uh, it, it's as it was when everything closed down. Mm-hmm. So there's, there'll be some some theatres, some tours that will be like that, and others that, that have uh, closed down altogether. 
what what did you do after once once you'd finished sending it yeah. all back in trucks? What did you? What was the? It rest? was a it was a very surreal day to be honest. Um, when when the last truck was closed, everyone just kind of looked at each other, and it was like, what what do we do now? And uh, we were lucky we we had. Um, a representative from Jamie Wilson had actually come up to see us. Specifically um, for that, or was just around? They always came up on, on the, the first day uh, of each venue anyway yeah. to see us, uh, check in with me, see the company, speak to people. Um, but they were there for the whole get out, um, spoke to everybody, um, just to explain, you know, what would then happen um, because our show was actually at that time um, it was just not ha- it was just clo- stopping at that time hmm. a couple of days later was when we actually got told it was closing completely um, and that was seven weeks early uh, from the end of uh, the actual tour so they closed us seven weeks early. Um, so there was still a bit of communication between us and the, the production company over the, the next couple of weeks while while things were were going on. And uh, What knowledge was available, of course, because no one really knew much at, at that early stage. That's right. It was, um, you know, whenever... There were so many different rumours and things going around. Coronavirus would only be a couple of weeks and would be fine. And, you know, we might open up again or we might not open up again. And, you know, there was so so much going on that uh, nobody actually knew, as you said. Um, and we're but, here four months later. Still. Yes, here we are, mid, mid-July. Yeah. Um, Edinburgh Festival. Um one of one of the the biggest festivals we have up here is is, is not happening. A lot of um, technicians and uh, performers and things uh, would be here in Edinburgh now, mid July, getting getting set up for uh, the month of August. Yeah, um, for the festival, uh, and that's not happening for us this year either. So, um, yeah, I think also of- something about Edinburgh going to a digital platform i'm just trying to find it now wow did you that's cool yeah but i can't i mean there's been quite a bit of that really hasn't there like white light have released their uh smart stage that's been very cool yes very very cool um yeah so there is entirely doable i guess really isn't it i just well now that the outdoor has you know been opened up and and a lot of the outdoors um are starting up, which is which is great news. Um, Kilworth House back in in your your sunny part of the world in Leicester, I believe, are are, are doing. Um, I think it's ninety performances of oh, Jesus wow. Christ Superstar. I, I think you, it was just today. Uh, I read that. Regent's Park. Oh, Regent's yeah. Park. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Regent's Park's doing that. Um, I'm sure I read something about um, Kilworth House as well. You know, so we've got outside going going on. You know, we're we're, we're just waiting to hear, really, aren't we? Um, mm. What's happening yeah. with indoor 
venues. There, there's lots of work going on to, to find out, you know, how how and when it could possibly open. Yeah, I was gonna say I've tried I've tried reading through all of the documentation and then it's changed before I finished reading the documentation I was yeah. already reading. <laughs> like it's changing so often. I don't I don't know how anyone yeah. can plan around this at the moment. No. Um no, and I take my hat off to anyone that can. Yeah. Um but the obviously as a freelancer, um I read in the stage today that a third of freelancers are considering leaving. Mm-hmm the industry and going and getting another job, another jobs with 41% of lighting workers unsure of whether they're going to return, which mm. is really scary. Have you had any, any thoughts like that or? I actually have, um, you know, oh. I, I, I've been lucky over my, over my time in, in the, the industry. Um, I had always said that I would stop touring and pretending I was 21, you know, by the time I got to 50, which is, you know, only a couple of years to go. You're not 21? Sorry? You're not 21? 21, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the, there was thoughts going through my head of, you know, maybe it is time to, to have a look. I have applied for other positions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, normal work. Again, it, it would be nice, you know, my, my ideal would, would be to do something throughout the year and still be able to do a panto at Christmas. Yeah. That, that, that would be my ideal, ideal, um, I, ideal scenario. We'll, we'll wait and see. I do have a, a tour lined up, uh, as I was saying earlier, next year, uh, nine weeks. Mm-hmm. Um uh, nightly tour uh, UK and Ireland, which I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, but I do have to look forward to to myself. It would be nice to be nearer home, um, near family and friends, because I do miss them when I'm when I'm on tour. And uh, I, I'm not surprised in the slightest that um, quite quite a high volume of self-employed. Um, technicians, performers, you know, anybody yeah. in this industry are lo- are looking for other positions because there's no guarantee when normality uh, will ever come back to this industry. That you know, it is new normal. Yeah, a new normal, and it, it will take a while to yeah. get back up and running to the extent that that we had you know we it, it's taken years to get the, the UK up to you know new tours coming into uh performance houses every every week or every fortnight you know and the touring element and the planning and the, the production and the transport and all, all of that um, it, it's going to take a while to to come back together again. If it does, you know, it will take yeah. a good few years, I think, until we're we're anywhere near what we had before. And even uh, then, even with all the shows, we've still got to recover the talent pool that we've lost through the lack of support or people slipping through the net of support. 
Like you've yeah. got so many different performers, technicians, like you say, that are slipping through the cracks in, in the support that's been given through numerous Absolutely. different reasons. Um, and it's going to take a longer time for us to get those people back. As much if as we, we all would love to come back, you know, it's mm. our financial stability at the moment takes precedence. You know, I, I, I personally would love to jump straight back into entertainment right now. But, mm. you know, we've all got that financial stability to look after. And that's yeah. the real thing to look after right now. Mm. Um, and that's a reinforcement for anyone out there that's struggling just for the sake of being in entertainment entertainment isn't all there is in the world and at the moment where it's the um, what we're running from right now and yeah. there's a lot of people slipping through and we've just got to get yeah. through this be it and with, within be entertainment or not oh we, we will, will be the last yeah. to get back up and running we're we're only now just starting to open restaurants and and uh pubs and things now um but we've we've got a long long way to go i think until until you get a full house sign outside your your venue um mm. for a tour coming through yeah um, how do you feel about the government support simon that we that do you think there's enough do you think there's not enough uh, uh, i mean feel free not to answer of course it's not like a i'm i'm just curious is it <sighs> It's a it's a very difficult one that one. Um, as a as a self employed freelancer, you know, obviously I've done my tax returns over over the years. Um, Touchwood, I've been very lucky, and the payment that HMRC paid out for me was actually okay. Yeah. I do know many, many um, of my colleagues and, and previous members of uh, the teams who have had nothing, mm. um, and and they're the ones that I that I feel very sorry for um, that the government haven't done enough for them. You know, I'm I'm in the position of of being a single person, so I've no, I've not got. A, a wife, I don't have kids, you know, I don't have um, financial obligations for other people um, as well. And, and some, some, some of my friends are married and they do have kids and they've had no payment at all. They've had no support. And they're, they're the ones that, as, as, as George said, have slipped through the net and they're the ones that we definitely need something to be done for um, to help them, or we're going to lose them completely as well. Yeah, mm. and they're, they're going to go off to other positions or 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 something worse. God forbid. Um, so yeah, so some circumstances I think they've, they've done well for other situations not so good for. Um, HMRC are obviously doing the second payment coming up in August uh, 70% 
um, of your your average three year um, salaries uh, for your your tax return. Um, but again, a lot of people are going to get nothing. Mm. So they're they're definitely the ones that something needs to be done for. And yeah. as I said, our industry, we don't know when it's going up going to open up again. And if that payment in August is the last payment, which they've said it is, then what happens? Yeah. Mm. We're, we're going to be in a slippery, uh, a dangerous position. Mm. Okay. Nice. Thank you for that. That was really nice. <laughs> Breaking my heart a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a heartbreaking situation. Yeah, it really is. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's a terrible situation. You know, it's one of those things that you don't hear the people, the people in government and stuff aren't hearing the pit like hearing it from you you know the person who they're what their decisions are affecting yeah you know, it's, and it's really like if if somebody from government could have heard that you know and just sort of listened and gone oh okay all right this is how people are feeling hope you know something well, would yeah. be lovely. you never know i have sent the link on to my uh, msp and uh you know Mm. Who knows who, who might be listening to this episode? Yeah. There's a cool. lot of create I'm gonna say creative ways <laughs> that people have been getting in touch with their MPs. Yes. I have seen people use that beloved theatre software QLab to write Apple scripts to send email upon email to what's the God. MP. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I mean that, that's about as entertainment as you can get. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Q Lab. Where would we be without it? Oh, I love it. Other entertainment control softwares are available. Uh, hashtag nonspawn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a Windows boy. Yeah. Yeah. SES. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm glad I answered that one okay for you tom now yeah I, I was i was a bit worried about that question coming up actually but uh i, I think i think of uh i think, I I've think it's not anything we can really brush aside no it's, it's definitely a big I mean, issue it, it is a big thing you know mm. it is a it is a big worry for yeah. for everybody um and you know some people are, have been a bit luckier um with what they have given out than others but they're the ones that we, we definitely need, need to to help and get some support for them definitely absolutely 100%, 100%. moving on to something a bit more cheery yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> i've got a bit down over the last yeah we went a bit, a bit down there yeah. for a second um, let's bring let's bring it back um what have you been doing to keep busy during lockdown what's been your uh you got any projects any any fun little things that you've been doing I've become quite green-fingered, to be honest. Oh, um, you know, um, I've I've been in the gardens, and that that wonderful summer that we had over those couple of weeks uh, when I was at home, I managed to get out in the garden and get all my pot plants done, and all those dreaded weeds out and about. Um, I did I did manage to get a a small uh, job part-time job um working in a warehouse um for six weeks which 
relieved the boredom a little bit and got me out of the house and got me All doing experience, something. experience, packing trucks. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's... Uh, it's a permanent get-out, isn't it? <laughs> it? Near enough was, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a few choice words when I saw the state that were coming in. It was like, oh, who packed this? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know a single person who hasn't said that when opening in the truck. Oh, there's there's another another answer for your uh, your earlier question there, Tom. For stage managers that pack and unpack trucks, play Tetris. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> because your eyes never lie. You can look at a box and go, "That will go in that space." And, you know, Tetris it just takes a little a bit of heavy dissuasion. I guess it's fine, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play Tetris, you know. All right, cool. Once you get to level 50 of Tetris, then you can pat the truck. <laughs> we should get, maybe that should be in the training. Just <laughs> drama schools yeah. just giving everyone Game Boy advances and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got mine somewhere. I need to dig that up. I've got mine in my drawer over here. I'm never letting that go. It's got all my old Pokemon games on it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but on the back, I mean, I have also been getting green fingered myself. You know, I've been actively going in the garden and getting the weeds and doing the planting and digging up entire trees and moving yeah. them. Animal Crossing is just great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a big thing a lot of people have been doing. Like, yeah, Animal Crossing has grown. Um, it's, you know, houses and gardens around the country must be looking amazing by <laughs> by 15th of July. Oh, 100%. All of the the uh, the redecorating's been done. All of the garden landscaping's been done. I don't know what people are going to do for the next, you know, period of time that we we may be um, in this situation. But uh, there'll be no more decorating or gardening to be done. It's all no. done. We've done it all. Interior designers—they're the ones after us that have been hit the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Right. Well, it's one um, of those things that is a skill that we all seem to have within our own industry. You know, we've all got that basic element of set. We've all, you know, we've all worked with set. We've all worked with little bits of electrics. We've all worked with this, that, and the other. We can all kind of work through that. Yeah. And put it into place. I remember there's a chippy I know who ended up building himself just a load of garden furniture because he's never had the time just to build it build it for him for for and himself because he's always working. But it is amazing how much you actually turn around and you go, I know how to do that because yeah. I've either watched somebody do it so many times, or as you said, you've got a little bit of experience and you go. Well, I've got nothing to lose. I'll give it a I'll give it a try and see how yeah. I get on and yeah. you know, end up with, with something wonderful. hundred mm, percent. We are all professional bodgers. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Some more than others, eh, Tom? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> it's all right. It's a, not all moving lights need two clamps on them. You can do it with one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For legal reasons, like it requires the required rigging that it all requires. <laughs> yes. I don't do Please that. Please see documentation or your closest rigger for more information. Um. 
Yeah. But I mean, no show is ever the same. No show is ever the same. So, you know, there's so many different ways of doing things that might something that you've done on this show might not work on that so you have to work out a different solution you know there's no i mean you've got british standards but other than that there's no set rule book on doing this that and the other no there isn't Mm. Um, and as i was saying earlier about the, the whole experience on on the actual job you know when you when you come along like I, I've been very, very lucky that that the the mentors and tutors I've I've had over the years, um, all of a sudden they'll just bring something out the back of their head or something that they've done at some point years ago, and it looks amazing. And it's like, how did you do that? You know. No, nobody ever taught me how to do that before. How did you do it? Oh, it's just a bit of string. <laughs> right, okay. You know, and, <laughs> and it, it, some, some of the, the old ways, you know, of, of doing things that uh, th- those those things are, are, are dying out, you know, they're, they're, because they're not trained, you know, uh, in, in colleges and unis. And unless somebody's actually told you or taught you and then you put it in your memory bank and you go you can do this and you know quick way of swagging and doing Mm. beautiful swags and things just got a bit of rope and off off you go Mm. and uh just little things and it'll be it'll be the same in 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 sound land and and lx land you know we're, we're very lucky now with all of these weird and wonderful gadgets and moving lights and you know, all, all of this lot, but the, the way that the, the 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 professionals in their day used to get all these effects, you know, um, it, it was wonderful and very creative. And now you just press a button and it, you know, the moving light turns and changes gobo and it, it, it's simple, you know. Well, everything... Well, I like- Everything (laughs) that is technical has started off some way of being really easy. Absolutely. And it's very easy to overcomplicate certain things. Um, Mm. So the complications are there for a reason sometimes, but in some ways it's like, why has it been done this way when it can just be done with this thing here? It's very easy to go throw all of the money and tech at it and go... Actually, it's it's just it's pulling off stage. Um, it's very easy to do that. Mm. Some of, some of the best shows that that I've seen over the years are are the simplest. Mm. You know, minimal set. You know, nice lighting. A little bit, a little bit of haze, Tom. <laughs> I I think everything looks better with haze. I wish they'd let me do it in the orchestra, but they don't. <laughs> they say something about not being able to see the conductor or their music or something. I don't know. It's, it's technicalities. I think. Excuses, Maybe excuses. Yeah, exactly. Music's like 
a foot in front of their face, yeah, Tom. Exactly. Like, how much haze are you using if they can't <laughs> see a foot in front of their face? Yeah. I did leave it on during a corporate once and went off and got a cup of tea and I came back and the room was just full <laughs> <all> of it. <laughs> Our hall isn't like a small hall by any means. <laughs> I walked in, oh shit. It's fine. <laughs> You're checking the density. And, and um, it is funny, like like even just talking about hate, mm-hmm. because it, it, it's a subject that you either love or you hate. You know, <laughs> Which is it with you, out of curiosity? Hate has its place. It does have its place. You know, LX is, is sitting at the back of the hall, back of the auditorium, looking at this beautiful stage. You know, the haze is there, the lights are shining through, it's making lovely effects. We're on stage, can't see the other side. <laughs> you, know, you know, you can't see anything. <laughs> It, it, it's that it's that um, it, it's that um, negotiation bit, you know. Yeah. When the stage manager comes on cans, um, can you turn the haze down a bit, please? <laughs> <laughs> or words to that effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've convinced. I've heard you say stronger. Oh, I'm sure I have, mate. Yeah. yeah. Sure, I have. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a delicate balance. It's a, it is a very delicate balance. And, mm. and and again, every venue is completely different. You know, you, you go from venue to venue and one one week you've you've used quite a lot and the other week you you've got to turn it down a bit. It's 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 finding that nice balance. Depends on where the HVAC's working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Air conditioning's great, but not when it removes everything from the space that you're throwing in yeah and also depends on if uh, lx will actually listen to you um if lx actually listens to you and go will you please turn that haze down <laughs> or if you've got to use a, a slightly uh strong more approach. direct tone of phrase <laughs> <laughs> don't make me come up there yeah. <laughs> um, um so. We're getting, we're all getting on a bit, aren't we? Christ, we've been going yeah, for ages. We're getting through. We're getting through. Yeah. Um, best and worst moments in theatre. Best and worst moments. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, my best moment, I think, and the the type of working in theatre shows that I enjoy the most is when you can do a show for the first time that nobody else has done before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When, you know, you get that initial script and, you know, the creatives have been working on it, production comes together and then the cast come together and then you all come together and, you know, it, it's bringing that um, show alive for the very, very, very first time that nobody's seen that nobody knows if it's going to be a hit or a flop um, and and putting your your creativeness into it you know I've been very lucky over the over the years uh, at Leicester um, we did um, Adrian Mole uh, the original Adrian Mole I did there uh, at Sheffield at, at uh, the crucible 
Um, I was stage manager for everyone's, everybody's talking about Jamie, which mm-hmm. is now gone. You know, it's been in the West End for a good few years, and it's 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 now on uh, UK and Ireland tour. Um, was so, so, so what? It was. It not was. Every, it's not at the moment. Yes. Yeah, it was. Um, so I, I think they're my. I think they're my favourite times. Mm-hmm. You know, is the very very first show when you do the show and you you hear the audience um, responses to it. You know, um, if they get the the laughter, if they they're coming out with tears in their eyes at, at the sad bit, the interval. You know. Um, and and the response it, it after the the finale, you know, if they're up on their feet and cheering and and just, just getting that feedback, um, I think that that's got to be my my uh, most enjoyable element of it. Um, also, work I I do enjoy working with young companies, um, both of you. You know, um, I've worked with uh, as 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 young technicians in your time, and you've you've both come on and graduated and gone off to do uh, to do your your own bits and pieces. And it's it's always lovely to hearing what you've you're doing now and things you see represent. Absolutely, CYC. Oh, talking of CYC, I found that video. It pops oh, up the, every the year, every the single version. year. <laughs> yeah, so it keeps coming round, doesn't it? <laughs> it keeps coming round. It's oh, for God's sake! It's always Millie that, that shares it as well. It's always Millie. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah Millie is always, always on it. It's, it never forgets. Uh, oh, for you know, work, working with with young companies, I, I enjoy. Um, Curve Young Company, I was involved with for a good many years. You know, we had Curve Young Tech companies start to come in. Um, just last year, we did, um, I was DSM for Birmingham Hippodrome's 120th anniversary show that we did West Side Story um, okay. with 60-odd, um, <clears throat> very, very talented and absolutely amazing young people uh, mm. coming coming through to perform four performances of West Side Story, um, which isn't an easy show. No, it's, no, uh, it's a all. very difficult. You know, it's a it's it's, it's a classic, uh, and and they were absolutely amazing. And every night, you know, my heart was so proud of them all. Um, the music in itself is them. a difficult thing to grab, especially as a young person. Um, like there's so many different time signature changes and different interesting keys to work with. Like, yeah. especially as a young individual, like that's really difficult to work with. Never mind to do on a professional scale and stage. I had um, a young technician that was that was covering me or watching me on the book. And as you're as you're saying, time signatures, key changes, repeat marks, you know. Sometimes music's amazing, but the score is <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> Sounds so, beautiful, but following it, on paper it, is another level. Yeah, yeah, completely, you know, completely different. And um, one of the numbers 
in in West Side Story um, has so many time signature changes. If you if you lose it, you've lost that whole show. And uh, there's LX going all over the place, you know. And uh, every time we got to the end of that, my my LX hop would go. I'm glad I know you know what you're doing because I don't know <laughs> what the hell just happened. <laughs> One of those moments where you really wish time code was a thing that was programmed. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Do it right once and it's fine. Um, and because, as you know, when you're when you're you're queuing from your from from music, and there's there's all these different um, time changes, mm. you know. You've got to queue in advance. So when you're saying the geo word, you've you've got the LX to respond on the beat, on the right beat. And then you've got all these different time signature changes and you're going, right, I need to do it. No, I need, no, I need to do it there so that the time change kicks in. And it, oh, it's I still have that. Even the fact, like, this is just a podcast, like this. <laughs> it's called on comms, but even now you won't say the geo. <laughs> no, I never say the geo. <laughs> no, never say geo. E- even in normal life, you know, I, I very rarely say geo. Uh, come on, you need to geo. Come on. <laughs> you never you're know who could be listening, lights. George. You never know who could be listening. <laughs> If you are listening to this mid-show, please stop and actually focus on the show. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You you can thank me later. (laughs) What's my worst one uh, for you, Tom, is is unfortunately, as as a company manager, you've got to take the good with the bad. Of course. You do get people that misbehave. You do get people that, that step over the mark. You do get people who take the mick. Play on the um, phone mid-show. Yeah, and it's just like... Listen to a podcast mid-show. Come on, guys. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's never a nice thing to tell a member of your team, get your finger out and, and get on with it. You know, yeah. you should be professional enough to do the job without, you know, having to be told, should you really be on your phone checking your your uh, your um, swipe right or swipe left, you know? Um, <laughs> Tinder or grinder, whichever way. That's you the know, it's, uh, Yeah, do it at the interval in your own time, but, but not during the shows. Yeah. Not during the shows. Certain things, you know, it, it, it it's never nice having to, to pull people up, but unfortunately, it's it's the job that you have to do, and I have done it several times. And the worst point. And the worst point. <laughs> so they were all the good points. So the worst point, unfortunately, um, as a company manager, you know, it's it's never nice to have to to tell people off or to pull people up for doing things <laughs> that they shouldn't be doing. You know, they should all be professional enough uh, to know when they're doing things right or wrong. Um, so that hopefully if, if if you have to tell them off, then, you know, 
you go out at the end of the night, you have a beer and it's all forgotten about. But unfortunately, there are times that it happens and it happens and it continues that you've you've got to pull them up or, you know, even go as far as a, a disciplinary and, and stuff like that. And that that's never the nice part of the, no. the job. But it has to be done. So Tom Harrison, don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that look, don't you? Um, I think I remember twice that you've done it to me. Um, <laughs> the thing I love about you, Simon, like you, as far as I know, I haven't seen this anywhere else, but have almost a trademark for your punishments and fines. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? Only those that have the pleasure of working with you will, um, will understand. Yeah. Apple pies or hobnobs? Mm. Still hobnobs. Still hobnobs. Apple still pies still? Hobnobs. Sorry? Apple pies? Um, I've, I've kind of gone off, off the wee oh apple Oh my pies. God. Oh. Yeah. God yeah. This is the worst news I've had in months. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm now on the, the um, oh, what are they called? I've forgotten what they're called. They've got the wee cherries on the top. Bakewell. Bakewell tarts. Oh. That, that's my new favourite at the moment. So, yeah, apple pies are, are kind of went off a wee bit but oh. hobnobs is still a big favorite so the question on everyone's lips right now regular or chocolate hobnobs chocolate it's got to be chocolate hobnobs dark or milk milk chocolate of course <laughs> not dark chocolate ones that's just wrong on so many levels that's like having diet iron brew you know <laughs> <laughs> back to that again but you, know, you can't have diet stuff no but yeah, oh. chocolate hobnobs and uh, apple pies from mm. a Leicester days. Yeah. I think yeah. I kept the hobnobs as a trait from you, actually. I still carry a pack of hobnobs as like my travel hobnobs. Hobnobs are great. Yeah. I bet you've got some in your, in your little uh, airplane case behind you, haven't you? You know what? If I, if I had of had as many arms enough to carry it because i still refuse to use a basket or trolley um wow. if i <laughs> yeah there's me like walking around with several cans and stuff yesterday <laughs> to try and fill my snack drawer up uh, <laughs> if i had any more arms available i probably would have got hard enough i still have my can that um was made for me in when i was in leicester yeah it says keep calm and eat hobnobs <laughs> Simon's hobnob can, and uh, I still I still tour with that. I've still Aww, got that with me. That's adorable. And, uh, yeah, it's still it's still used very very regularly, and it's always full of hobnobs. Nice. But, uh, <laughs> you better explain what the apple pie and hobnob story is yeah, at some point to your listeners. Ah, uh, we'll probably get there someday. One day, one day, one day. One day. Do you want to make him happy? That's all you need to give him. Give him a quiet safe and some, some hobnobs and just let him get on with it. Whatever he does to him. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Life's easy with a hobnob. Of course. Preach that one. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a mentor that's that's stuck with you. Somebody who's, you've always got them in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Uh... This gentleman uh, is called uh, Gordon Blackburn, who is unfortunately no no longer with us. Um, he was my main mentor for many, many, many years. 
mm. uh, during gang show and during during the the time of uh, the Amdrams when when I was running my own Amdram staging company, and it, it would it would pop up and it would sit in the in the auditorium, and it would just watch, and then all of a sudden you would get Simon, and you had to. <laughs> You couldn't shout back from the stage. You had to go down into the auditorium and sit beside him. Mm. And uh, he would look at you and then and then say, well. And he wanted to know if you knew that something wasn't right. You know, so it might be a swag was wrong or something Something wasn't right. Yeah. And you had to say to him, yes, I need to fix that and I need to do that. And then uh, it was his way of making you think. Hmm. And even now, even that Gordon is no longer with us and, and, and keeping me right by shouting Simon from the auditorium, there's certain times I'm, I'm looking at things and I can hear him. And I can hear this bell coming from the auditorium and it's him watching me. Um, never, ever forget him. Um, he, he was an amazing mentor. What he didn't know about, about doing stuff in, in theatres in Edinburgh wasn't worth knowing. Um, uh, and a lot, a lot of the times that, that I've done things you know, I thought, oh, we could maybe just do that. It's been something that that he's taught me in the past. Oh, yeah, and it's like, oh, that's that's amazing. Where did you learn that? And it's like, that's one of Gordon's, and uh, he's 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 well known in the in the uh, the, the theatre world up here in Edinburgh. Um, and and as I said, what 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 he didn't know about some of the the theatres and 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 stuff wasn't worth knowing. And uh, he was he was definitely my uh, my uh, mentor that, that that got me into the the position that I am now. Definitely gave me good advice at the time when I needed it. Kept quiet when he didn't need need it, and you know just pushed me in the right direction when when it was needed. So yeah. Uh, Uncle Gordon, as he's known to a lot of people up here, Gordon Blackburn, amazing guy, amazing guy. Nice. And with that, it's probably about time we sign this thing off. Um, Tom, any last words? Okay, bye. (laughs) And Simon? (laughs) Thanks for having me, guys. It's been lovely speaking to you and uh, look forward to listening to all the other podcasts. Take care of yourself. Love to you all. Always great to have you. Right, with that, George of Combs.